His Witch, Her Alpha. Chapter 1. Elena, stay here, keep the doors locked, and no matter what happens, do not come out. I nod, mom and grandma open the door, then hurry to the house. They disappear in the house, and I am left alone in the dark. Ah, I jump as a loud growl comes from the house, followed by blood-curdling screams. That sounds like mom. Fear grips me as I begin to panic. Mom, Gran, I shout, grabbing the car door. I unlock it and push it open. I must find them. They are not safe. I scramble out of the car and start running but smack into something and tumble to my feet. I look up at the angry face. Boy, I stare at him for a moment. Ah, that sound again followed by screams. I scramble to my feet frantically and try to move past him. But he grabs my hand before I can. Let go of me. I scream, tugging my arm but can't break free. I kick his shin. But he does not budge. His grip. However, tightens. I have to save my mom and grandma. Please. I plead with him. But he still does not release me. I cannot wait on him. We are at the Alpha's house, which is in wolves we do not mix. Why are we here? I wonder as I try to pull away again, but to no avail. I'm sorry. I whisper before saying the incantation that releases his hand and throws him across the lawn. He hits the grass as I run to the door. Another growl sounding out. But this time no screams follow. I twist the handle frantically. Mom. Grandma. Where are you? The door is closed. And it does not budge. I step back. Take a deep breath. And whisper another spell to open the door. But it repels. Striking me. I stumble back before regaining my footing. That is right because all werewolves have their witches who protect them. I grunt. Feeling the side effects of the repelled spell. The growl sounds again as I start pounding on the door. Mom. Mom. I knock on the door frantically. But no one answers. As I continue to knock on the door, I feel something grab my arm again like before. Only this time with more force. I whimper as he forcefully spins me to him. The boy he is up and angry. My heart pounds in my chest as he inches closer to me. I want to use another spell. But my lips will not move. I am frozen by fear as his obsidian eyes come closer. He stops before me and whispers one word. Mine. Asterisk 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 asterisk. Elena. Elena. Wake up. Sweetie. Mom shouts from the hallway as I sit on my bed. Trying to make sense of my recurring dream. I'm up. Mom. I reply as she enters my room. This is a first. Are you excited for senior year? Duh. Once my senior year is over. I can move out of this potent little town and never return. Why are you so excited to get away from me? My only baby. She wraps her arms around me. Pulling my head into her chest. I smile into her warm embrace and mumble. Mom. You know it's not you. I love you. And I would never leave dead if I could. She pulls away and scowls at me. You can leave me. But can't leave your dad. Ungrateful. Who carried you for nine months? Of course. You did. 
my beautiful mother. She smiles as I continue. However, dad carried on his back of 17 years. She grabs a pillow from my bed and hits me with it making me chuckle. However, my laughter stops as I recall memories of the dream. Mom, I had that dream again. I whisper. She freezes for a second before her face relaxes into a smile. I'm sure it's nothing. Mom, what if I'm him am? No. She screams. She always gets like this when I bring up the possibility of being his mate. No. His mate was chosen when they made the treaty with the Chehalis pack. She continues once she has calmed. I nod as I slowly stand. Mom, are you sure it never happened? You and Grandma never took me to that house in the night. She shakes her head. Adamantly. No. Baby. It never happened, it's only a dream. Maybe you are starting to become interested in boys. I ponder this reason for a moment before rejecting it. That's a weird dream to have about your crush. So. You admit you have a crush on the future alpha of all boys. My daughter, you are super ambitious. My face heats up. I do not have a crush on him. I don't know what that dream is about. But it certainly is definitely. In no way a crush. Many would say. One tooth protests too much. Mom. She grins at me and tousles my messy afro hair. Okay. I believe you. You don't have a crush but don't worry about the dream too much. Sweetie. Okay. See you at breakfast. I smile at her as she leaves my room. Then plop in my bed once she is gone. Recalling the dream again. Xavier and I are both around 11 years old, if I have to guess. It always begins and ends the same way. A scare. And those screams then a declaration of ownership. Mine. I started having those dreams six months ago. And although mom swears they are just dreaming. I feel she is telling me the truth. Why else would she freak out about me being Xavier's mate? I mean, even if I were, I would probably reject him. Or he would reject me. Witches and wolves do not mix. We are convenient allies when we both share a common goal. We are not friends. And we certainly are not lovers. I am from a long line of witches here in Chelin. My family is what you call witch royalty. The family line dates to the 18th century. Xavier is next in line to be alpha of the Tukwila pack. The strongest pack in the state of Washington. He will need a strong queen to serve at his side. But I do not plan to be me. Baby girl. Are you okay? Dad walks into the room. Interrupting my thoughts. Yeah. Dad. I reply. Sitting up as he sits on my bed. Mom told me you had that dream again. I nod. I know she's worried. But it will be okay. Even if I'm his mate. Yeah. Dating outside your kind isn't uncommon. Look at your mom and me. A witch dating a human hasn't been taboo since the 19th century dad. True. But it's still frowned on. I nodded. I heard the other witches were never happy about my parents' marriage. They wanted my mother to marry a warlock. But the heart wants what it wants. Still. You cannot compare my parents' love to the forced mate pact a wolf bloodline creates. One was a choice, the other felt akin to slavery. Well, maybe not slavery, 
But I am not too happy about having a man picked for being by some twist of faith. My father smiles, knowing what I am thinking. It'll be fine. Sweetie, Xavier is a nice boy. Sounds like you want him to be your son-in-law. He laughs. I always want a son, and Alpha would be a great substitute. Dad, I toss my pillow at him, bouncing out of bed. I cannot think of this now, I will have to deal with it if the day comes. And I am his mate. I'll get ready for school. Okay, sweetie. Twenty minutes later, I make my way down the stairs. Ready to tackle another annoying day at Chelan High. I say goodbye to mom, dad, and gran. Hop on my bike. And make my way to school. I park at the far end of the parking lot. Pulled my helmet off and hopped off my bike. I look at the building and groan. Nine more months until I am free from this hellhole. I sigh, making my way up the steps. Someone hurries past me and hits my shoulder in the process. Watch it. Which bitch? You better watch it. Where's Lut? A series of woos come from the crowd around us. She approaches me, slowly glaring. I'll and you. She screams. Try me slut, and ULL see what this witch can do. She jumps to me as the spell leaves my lips. She flies back and hits the grass, then springs up immediately and lunges at me. Someone grabs her, mid-air, Xavier. He pulls her against him while glaring at me. You should learn your place, witch. I scull at him. Keep your bitch on a leash, dog. He clenches his teeth as I walk past him. So as I said earlier, wolves and witches aren't he friends. Xavier has never spoken to me unless it is to tell me about my proper place. He, however, does spend a lot of time glaring at me. I was fine with that until he began invading my dreams every night. If you do not like me, stay away from me, including my dreams. I shout mentally, Kira is his girlfriend or not. I cannot keep up because they break up every week. According to the rumor, apparently, she cheats on him all the time. And he takes her back since she is his promised mate. What kind of sorry alpha he will be with a mate like that. I look back, almost feeling sorry for him. But he is still glaring when our eyes meet. Well, F asterisk asterisk KU2. I spin around immediately and step through the doors. The smell of pencil and books fill my nostril as I stroll past classes to my locker. What was that about? Cassie, one of my best friends. A witch from the Caesar family. Another historical witch family in this town. She walks up to me as I make my way down the hall. Nothing important. I shrug. I am not going to spend any more time thinking or talking about those two. Did you finish the English summer reading and assignment? I ask as we walk through the hallways. Yup. You. No. Ugh. I hate English. Can you do? No. Replies before I can finish by asking her to do mine. Please. I'll do your math homework for a month. Nope. Missy. It has just 500 words about love. What's so hard about that? You forget one little thing. I've never been in love. You can write about platonic love or parental love. 
Did you forget we have to read it before the class? Everyone else will have a romantic story. And I'll be the only dweeb writing about my parents. I groan as we stop at our lockers and empty our bags. But you'll be the prettiest dweeb ever. She laughs as I push her. Mine. I hear Xavier's voice crash through me. I spin around looking. But he is nowhere in sight. Great now I imagine his voice while I am awake. Ugh. Maybe mom was right. Perhaps it is a crush. A subconscious crush because I am not aware of it. Nor do I approve. Elena. Is everything okay? Yeah. I thought I heard something. I shake it off. I am probably just paranoid. Come on. Let us get to class before Mr. Cole bites our heads off. I say. Pulling her towards the classroom. Literally. We both laugh. You would not believe the weekend I had. Iris. My other best friend. Says as she hugs us from behind. Let me guess Chad got a little too grabby. I reply. More than a little. We told you he had a reputation. Yes. But he was so cute. Was. I asked. A bit confused. I turned him into a pig. She replied. I gasp. Iris. We aren't allowed to cast spells on the humans. This is a one-time exception. Now. His outside matches the inside. You can't snitch. I roll my eyes as we enter the classroom. Fine. Just make sure to turn him back. Thank you. Thank you. She hugs me. Then turns to Cassie. Who rolls her eyes. I don't care. One way or the other. Nice of you to join us. Ladies. Mr. Cole glares at us. He is an elder in Xavier as Peckin not too keen on my friends and me. Sorry. Mr. Cole. A mutt stopped me on my way to class. I reply. Smirking. He growls low. Keeping his eyes locked on me. I roll my eyes then drop in my seat. Now that everyone is here I. Mr. Cole continues. But a knock at the door interrupts him. Grabbing the class's attention. I do not look up immediately but take a glance when the girls start fawning. Standing there is the principal and a guy I have never seen before. I am not interested in this turn of events. So I grab my bag. Pull out my books and a water bottle. I take a sip. Close it. Then open my book to review the summer homework. Asshole Mr. Cole sent us the last two days ago. I turn to my friends. Who are both mid-drool. Yummy. Cassie whispers. Scrumptious. Iris says like a soft moan as I roll my eyes at them. Did you do the assignment? I ask. But they don't respond. Clearly too mesmerized by the new guy. I chuckle. Opening my bottle of water. Let me help them out since they ray so thirsty. View Larco Aquience. I whisper. A spell causing a squirt of water shoots in each of their faces. You bitch. Iris screams. Elena. Cassie screams. What? I thought you were thirsty. You certainly were acting like it. We LL get you back for this. Iris scalds as I laugh. Oh. I am shaking. Ladies. Are you done? Mr. Cole's voice thunders through the room. We snap our mouths shut. He glared at us before turning back to the boy and introduced him. This is Eric. He recently transferred. Hi guys. I am Eric. I am from. T. 
Take your seat. Mr. Stevenson, no one cares. The class chuckles, Mr. Cole is such a dick. However, new guy does not seem to care, he shrugs and walks towards the only empty seat left, which is a couple of seats behind me. Now, class, let us begin. I look at him for the first time as he walks towards me. Okay. Objectively, he is gorgeous. So I guess I could forgive them for their thirst. He looks down at me as he inches closer. Our eyes meet. And we smile. I feel a slight flutter in my chest. He glances away and walks past me without saying anything. I look back for a second. Watching and settling in his seat. He winks at me. And I stupidly smile like a fool. What is with me? I want to look away. But I can't. Something about him. Those lips. Those eyes. That jaw. They keep pulling me in. I want to touch it. Bam. I jerk as something slams on my desk. I look up at Mr. Cole. He is angry. This is the third time you've interrupted my class. I look around confused. Are you in heat? Miss Sutherland. My cheeks flush in embarrassment. That only happens to dogs like you. I reply. Trying to act smug. But I am dying inside from embarrassment. Was I drooling over some random guy? Me who has never been interested in anyone other than dreaming about Xavier. Mr. Cole fixes his eyes on me, sensing my discomfort. He smirks before turning back to the class. Now that Miss Sutherland has finished drooling, we can get back to class. Everyone laughs. I sink my head behind my book as Cassie and Iris pat my back. Today is going to be a terrible day. Thanks for listening to the Bravanovel audiobook. Welcome to download the Bravanovel app. Read the novel His Witch, her alpha online and get the latest updates.